we're talking about the Municipal Partnership Act. That's a state law that was passed uh, in 2011. What is that and what changes need to be made? Yeah, so the Municipal Partnership Act, as you mentioned, enacted in 2011, um, was, in, was put in place to allow municipalities to raise millages to provide more effective service. And so um, under the act, you know, neighboring village cities, townships, counties can get together to raise a millage of the public, go to the voters, and try to provide more effective service. And it's the tool we want to use to try to provide better regional transit service. So as I understand the way it works now, with past RTA millages, uh, you needed to get buy-in from not just the county governments, but all the local governments uh, needed to be in on this, too, to get it on the ballot. So under the RTA, everybody has to agree. And under the RTA, there are five bodies. There are five parties to the agreement. The city of Detroit, Wayne County, Oakland County, Macomb County, and Washington County. Should any one of those municipalities say no, the whole thing falls apart. And so the whole reason why we want to use the Municipal Partnership Act is because it can be more nimble, right? It can allow those who want to be in, be in, and allow those who don't want to be in, they don't have to be in. It needs some amendment, that's for sure. Um, and there are three really technical in nature, but the, the first is to make sure that, um, that the bodies that are being uh, voted on are the participants. So uh, this would have to be an election countywide, and it would have to pass individually in each county in order for it to, to work out. And that's any party that's to the agreement. So it would have to pass individually in Wayne, have to pass individually in Oakland, have to pass individually in Washtenaw. Why is Macomb County not part of this? Well, I think Macomb County is happy with their level of service. Um, and so because of that, they didn't feel like it was a priority for them. Um, we in Wayne County, we believe it is a priority for us. You know, today we have so many people that can't get to where they need to go whether it's young people that need to get to jobs or education, whether it's seniors that can't get to medication or the hospital, or just even want the freedom of mobility, uh, that we think it's a, it's a service we have to provide. If the law is changed, what happens next? So if the law changes, then it's upon the parties, in this case, you know, the city of Detroit, Wayne County, Oakland County, and Washtenaw County, to get together to put together a transit plan, uh, one that we think will work. And if we can come to an agreement, we have to take that plan to each legislative body in each one of those jurisdictions. The legislative bodies have to vote on it. And then once that happens, we start kicking up a campaign, file with the clerk, and hopefully put it on the ballot for a November 2020 election. You're talking about uh, legislative bodies in each municipality? Yeah, so not in each municipality, in each, Just each party county. to the agreement. Okay. So the city of Detroit City Council would have to vote on this. But then the Wayne County Commission the Oakland County Commission, and the Washtenaw County Board of Commissioners. What if a local government in one of those counties doesn't want to be part of this? You know, that that's the beauty of the Municipal Partnership Act. It is very, very nimble, and it is uh, something that everybody needs to take into account. The good news here is it is going to go up for a vote, and if people do not believe in it, then they can vote against it. And, and that's really the beauty of just trying to get something on the ballot. Do you have a plan? right now? Is there, a, is there a transit plan at the moment? Yeah. So the good news is there have been many transit plans that have been made public, right? In 2016, we had a plan that almost passed. Um, and in 2018, we learned a lot from the 2016 plan. You know, in 2016, there was a lot of heavy capital investment down only some certain arteries of our region. Uh, people said, you know, in 2016, we want more blanketed coverage. We want more transit stops near my near my house, near my work. 
And so we took the 2016 plan after hearing that feedback. And in 2018, we came out with a new plan with a different philosophy. And that plan had much more blanketed service. And after 2018, we learned a lot. Uh, we never got the opportunity to put that plan on the ballot, but we learned a lot. And every day since, the RTA is out talking to the public. SMART is talking to their riders. EDOT is talking to their riders. The, the ride in Ann Arbor and uh, Washtenaw County are talking to their riders. And so we, we constantly um, you know, are in a constant state of getting feedback. So there's still work to be done before Absolutely. a final plan is presented and voted on via a millage. Absolutely. And I would hope that if we can come to an agreement, we hope to show the public that final plan sometime in the spring of 2020. Do you think enough state lawmakers will support the change to the Municipal Partnership Act? We hope so. You know, um, it is a local option, uh, and uh, it kind of slices the pie the way people the way people want, right? For those of us who want regional transit, we get to be in. For those of us who aren't comfortable, uh, you know, they get to be out. And and the the whole notion is, um, you know, we can't just let any one person stop the region from advancing. If the law does not change, if you're unsuccessful in this effort, is regional transit dead? I wouldn't say it's dead, um, but, you know, certainly we need a lot of change to make it where we got to go for sure. One thing everybody's got to remember is money gets more expensive over time. And so the longer we wait, because one day we will have public transportation. If it's not us, our children will come along and get this done. And the longer we wait, the more expensive it will get. Okay. Anything you want to add? You know, just, you know, I think one of the things that I think uh, us in government are focusing on right now and things that we can do better is explaining the benefits of public transportation, even if, you know, you don't necessarily take the bus or use it. Um, and, I, and, I, and I always like to say this in, in that, you know, every major metropolitan area really in the world has learned the benefits of public transit. Uh, and, and I'm not just talking about, you know, the New York's or, or your Los Angeles or your Chicago's. But, you know, think about Cleveland. Think about Minneapolis. Uh, think about, you know, St. Louis, um, Phoenix, Portland, smaller metropolitan areas, uh, Indianapolis, who have invested in some of these cases more than double what we spend here locally on public transportation. And, and the reason why they do it is because... For every dollar you put into public transportation, you get $4 back into the economy. Some of those dollars come in just more money in our region because more people are participating in our economy, right? Seniors are moving around now. Um, Low-income folks are being able to get to jobs and get to training. But the other half of that equation is it can lower your costs in life. And people just have not been able to, to see that around here just yet because we never really had public transportation. It can lower your auto insurance. It can lower your health care insurance because it will result in less deaths and less accidents. Even if I'm not using Even transit. if you're not using transit uh, because public transportation can help take cars off the road. And ultimately, that lowers emissions. Ultimately, that gets mobility options for folks who don't have mobility. So there's a lot of other benefits that drive down your cost savings. And the, the funny part is, Virtually ever, every other metropolitan area has figured this out, and we're one of the last ones to do it. If you have fewer cars on the road, that might lead to less car sales, which could have a negative effect on the automakers who have a big presence here uh, in Detroit. Is there a downside to that? We haven't seen that, uh, and we haven't seen that in other metropolitan areas that have public transportation because, again, for every dollar we put in, you get $4 back into the economy. It's funny. 
you know, some of the biggest advocates are uh, are the automakers, um, and 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 that's because they are on a fight, uh, just like everybody else, for talent. Um, our young folks do not want to drive because driving gets in the way of their texting. You know, they want to take access to public transportation, and everybody you know always likes to turn to technology. You know, Silicon Valley. You know, here regionally, we spend about sixty nine dollars a person on public transportation. Silicon Valley spends over $600 a person on public transportation. So, um, you know, young people, talent, millennials, all the things that you, you, you hear all these corporations fighting for, um, they heavily are in favor of public transportation. 